Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 131 of the CZS Show. We are back. Still got a lot of, a little bit of playoff basketball left. It's a lot, but a little bit at the same time. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, the previous episode. So before we get into today's hottest topics, I'd love to rehash the previous episode. So on episode 130, James Boy and I broke down the first round. Well, I broke down the first down matchups. Well, we kind of, we kind of broke down the first down matchups, but more so of the afterthought of it, and then our predictions for the second round, and, and and a little bit more as well too. So, hope you guys enjoyed the second round. Um, I was a little shocked with a couple rounds, but uh, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference finals are gonna, you know, hopefully turn out to be something worthwhile as well too. So, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my co-host Terrence Whaley, and make some noise for my other co-host Carl Conyers. How y'all doing, man? Rejuvenated that my Lakers made it to the Western <laughs> Conference Finals. You feel me? I gotta run that tape back. I think I said Lakers in six. Oof, oof. Okay, okay, okay. How you feeling, Carl? Uh, I'm a little sick. I mean, my team ain't in the playoffs, but we had our own playoffs they last hold night. Hold y'all, number Somehow, five. Yeah, we went from the, the worst record and got the fifth pick. Um, and he over here got this Spurs jersey. I'm trying not to be hurt, but it's all right. <laughs> Wimby. Yeah, it's crazy. But y'all, y'all, y'all been good, man? Every, everything straight with y'all? Yeah, yeah. What about you? I, I'm good. You know, hanging in there, just, you know, just taking it day by day and whatnot. So no, no, no complaints over here, man. I saw you just had some time with your mom. Mother's Day just passed. Yeah, man. My mom came in to, uh, to check on me from, uh, she, she lives in Charlotte, but, you know, she came to, to LA to come visit me. It's probably her third time or so out here. Um, you know, just spend Mother's Day, you know, with her. It was cool, you know, mm-hmm. just the opportunity to to see her because I don't see her too often. Um, and you know, showed her the neighborhood. Um, took her to a little rooftop for uh, for dinner, and we was we was maxing and relaxing. So okay, cool. okay. So was they say the third time the charm? Did she enjoy it the most the third time around? Yeah, I would say so because I knew about the city more and the like where I live. And how I decorated my spot, like she's starting to see, like we kind of grow into a grown man, basically. She said, "Oh, he's a grown man in the artsy nigga." Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, she she definitely appreciated our time together, and um, now we just, you know, waiting for my birthday. Now, actually, July. July sixteenth. No, 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 the ninth. Ninth, okay, okay. Yeah, so that'll be the next thing. Probably have uh, some friends of mine come in from out of town, and that'll be a good time, too. That's fire, that's fire. All right, well, I hope, you know, everything goes according to plan as well, too. Yeah, I actually just went home to see my mom for Mother's Day, so I feel you. It was always great getting mm-hmm. to, get to actually spend a day with them. So Yeah, I was supposed to spend time with my mom, but... One of my shoots got pushed back, and then I realized once we had the actual shoot date on Mother's Day, we couldn't shoot it, so now it's for next week, Monday, so I'm going to see her soon, but she understands. She understands. She's only four hours away, so sure. we all Yeah, good. yeah, you you close. My yeah, 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 you're close. Yeah. You're close, you know. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm blessed for the time being, because she, she's moving to Orlando real soon, so got to got to take advantage of that, I believe, July as well, so. Yeah, man, it's been a while since the gang's all been here, all three of us in tandem. So I'm happy that you guys set aside some time to talk some hoops and whatnot as well, too, which is kind of funny because I think the last time we were all three on here, damn, it must have been when we were talking about the acquisitions, possibly, from the post, of the, from the trade, all three of us together, I want to say. Damn, was that long? I think so because we were always, it was just bad timing. So mm, it was just kind of crazy. 
Yeah, it, it's been some time. And I remember the last time we were all three together, we potentially were supposed to have a bet if Phoenix met the Lakers. I'm right. happy Phoenix didn't meet the Lakers because yeah. I was about to lose there. some moral money. We there, man. We was there waiting on y'all. <laughs> y'all wasn't there. Don't say y'all, boy. Y'all wasn't there, so. Don't say y'all. Um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and get into these topics, man. Going to make it, you know, kind of brief before we get into the, the, the milkiest part of, you know, today's episode as well. So, just reflecting on the second round matchups, you know, Heat's Knicks, Celtics 76ers, Suns Nuggets, Warriors Lakers. What were you guys' takeaways from the second round? And did it live up to the hype that you expected? Um, at least for me, yeah. I mean, this has been a really good playoffs in general. Uh, I think, like, you know, we all made it through that super team era. Although I think some of those battles that, like, between those Warriors and LeBron teams were pretty good. Uh, the league is kind of back to, like, a level of parity that we haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, like, a lot of good teams going up against each other. And then especially you have a, a year like this where the seeding doesn't matter because you got the eighth seed in there, you got the seventh seed That's in there. Um, yeah, so I I was surprised the way that the Warriors got blew out in game six. Mm. Um, I didn't think – the way that after the series really got began, I didn't think they were going to win, but I didn't think they was going to get messed up like that. Mm. Um but otherwise, the Sixers kind of proved who they were, <laughs> in my opinion. James Harden was James Harden. He was like, oh, I'll give you – I'll drop 40, like, two games because that's the flash. That's what entices everybody, you know, and makes them want to come back. And then the other games, we're not going to talk about how I barely score, like, 15 points and don't really do nothing and be like – score. He'd be shooting, like, two for 11 in games, bro. It's really nuts. Bro, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, for me, I, I think – I, I want to give I want to give Adam Silver and, and the NBA brass like their flowers. So I think that the that the playing tournament or not the well, yeah the playing tournament has 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 rejuvenated the league in a way, and I yeah. think it's it's has added on to that parity that you that you mentioned, Carl. And I mean, obviously, there's no better proof than having both um, representatives from both conferences playing in the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. So I think for me, you know, watching the second rounds, um, I think especially watching the Knicks and Miami series, even though like obviously I'm a LeBron fan and was and was, you know, watching that series, I found myself really like tuned in to that one more so than like any of the other like second round matchups. Yeah. Just because like I think <laughs> I, I like Spolstra. Like I, I just yeah, remember as a yeah. as a as an outside fan looking He's the in, best coach in the league. I, I like watching him like make adjustments to how he goes through like uh, a playoff series. Mm-hmm. And then also I just I like watching a game as a fan at home in the garden. Like those those uh, games are just are, are cool and elite to me. Mm-hmm. Um but as far as um the level of um the level of what am I what am I trying to the level of competition, I feel like it's it's definitely been even. Yeah. Except, you know, we watching the game. I, I just Jimmy hit a crazy shot. Oh, um, got them up out of there with that. Yeah, I, I I think I think that they've been great games. Um coaching has been great. You know, the the level of adjustments have been good. Um and now it's setting up these these great conference finals games. So yeah, no, nah, I kind of agree with you guys as well, too. I was probably most shocked with how the Warriors went out. I thought it was going to go to seven games, but, you know, you know, having your 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 big three, um, Steve Kerr, and his game six, you know, the whole narrative about game six clay, uh, I just thought they were going to come out strong, and I thought, you know, Jordan Poole's going to have a, a decent series, and I was kind of shocked. Once Austin Reeves hit that half-court shot, I was like, all right, 
this is the type of game we're kind of going towards as well too. But um, if it proved anything, uh, that punch definitely, you know, messed some things up with their chemistry moving forward as well too. I feel like they weren't connected. And even Draymond came out and said that as well too. Heat Knicks, I really wasn't surprised because I know who Julius Randle is. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they can move on from him. I was talking to Carl before we started. I was like, if they can ship – him for Pascal, I think that would be they would be a little bit more better because I'm really trying to think like who can you get for Julius Randle? But who's gonna like? Of course, for the <laughs> Knicks, that's a good trade. Mm-hmm. Who with any type of real aspirations is mm-hmm. trying to take on Julius Randle right now? I don't know. Maybe being a new environment. Maybe New York is just too much for him. Maybe being a new environment, he he might you know. Why? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> I just want New York to be relevant, and I feel like with him, their ceiling is second round tops. Um, but yeah, so we weren't surprised on that son's nuggets. I said, uh, nuggets in five. He was just playing the safe set six. So you were right with that as well okay, too. Okay. Um, and, uh, Celtics 76 is kind of like what Carl said. James Harden, who he is, Doc Rivers, who he is. And sometimes, I mean, not sometimes I do believe in energy and I do feel like players can take on the embodiment, the energy of their players. And, um, I mean the coaches, so I, I kind of already knew, like, I, for a second I thought they had it when they went up 3-2, but I was like, for some reason, I just know if they don't close out this game and it goes to game seven, then the Celtics are going to just take that, and they and they took it from them. I think they I, I think they made a huge mistake not, like, letting Tyrese Maxey kind of take them there in, in certain spurts. Like, I think, you know, I know obviously James is 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 the player and he's your point guard, but I feel like Tyrese Maxey. I'm, I'm I'm not sure which game it was where he dropped thirty. I think it was game five. I think because it was on the road. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I yeah, felt yeah. like at that point, that's when the shift of power should have went to Tyrese Maxey to get more looks. Mm-hmm. And I think he just, especially in game seven, just didn't jump off the page to me like as he should have. I think having the ball more. How do you feel like? How do you feel about game six? The Celtics, I mean, the 76ers are up the whole time, and Joel Embiid doesn't touch the ball under five minutes at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, again, it's, that's that's on him. I don't think that's on right, the coach, right, right? right? Yeah, I don't. I I I'm on the side of most what you know, ESPN analysts were saying this week about how Doc should have been fired. I every that's, year it's always a scapegoat. Like some mm-hmm. somebody got to take it, and it's always the coach, bro. It's never really the general manager or anything like that. But you know, Embiid like. His body language killed me all game seven, bro. Like, his body language was crazy. I'm like, bro, like, you, it's the NBA. You can get a 15-point lead down to three, five. We just seen the Lakers do it. I mean, third quarter, they cut the lead it from 20 to 11, yeah. and then mm-hmm. now you got a game in the fourth. You know, yeah. like, he just, as soon as Jason hit them two back-to-back threes, your, your leader, your league MVP is moping, walking back on defense. You have no chance. It's it's on him to like open and just just be a better player in those moments. And mm-hmm. I think I'll give it to him. Like even LeBron had to learn because LeBron had that moment too. You know when the, when the Celtics was whooping his ass <laughs> in 2008, 2009. So we gotta see. But I mean we've been trusting the process for a minute, so we just gotta exactly. see. So is the process over? I don't think it's over, but I mean at the I mean look, you've been in the semi conference finals for three straight years. Even if you got to the conference finals next year, like even that, that just doesn't feel like where they where they want to be. And I don't think 
even if that does happen next year, it's not successful. You want Joel to go get you in the finals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't think how they're presently constructed that that they'll get there. Mm-hmm. And no matter well, the coach. Before we go on, I just want to say something about the uh, Warrior series. I feel like the thing that it proved to me the most was just like how good Steph is. Oh yeah, and how how much his team around him has aged out. Outside of like Jordan Poole is a whole different story, but like. Clay and Draymond are just like not the pieces that they were anymore. I think Draymond still is. I don't think I don't I think it was just one a bad matchup. Draymond used to be able to do something on offense. Yeah. That, and that's really I guess what I mean. He used to be more of like a never like a two-way threat, but at least like someone that you knew could give you like 14 points or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now he's just really out there be still great at defense, but um because I felt like he took a step back facilitating because you have Jordan Poole who averaged like 20, Andrew Wiggins, all-star. He had Clay averaged, what, tw- like 22, and then Steph averaging, what, 30? You're talking but about I, the postseason or regular? I mean, combine both of them as well, too. You expect those those four to be the top dogs in scoring, and then he's more so, you know, being that guy on defense and facilitating. And if he if he has to score, he will. But I agree with you. He could have been a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, I think it's just – the only one who showed up was Steph. That's that's really, I guess, what I mean. Like those, the other people are proven to be less dependable to mm-hmm. me. And then I think it's just also just showing how good I think Steph is. So yeah. would you have given? Obviously, not necessarily in this series, but would you have given the youth a more of a chance to make mistakes so that when the series, may, maybe not last year because they were fine last year, obviously they won the championship, but like for this season to have come along better, so that in those moments you don't look as old. I think they have just done a really bad job, like, managing the youth with, like, the, you know, the original core. Mm -hmm. And I think they just need to, like, trade them for valuable assets. Like, it was crazy to me that they just dumped Wiseman for Gary Payton, who they could have re-signed. Like, to me, that was terrible mismanagement. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, if you're going to get rid of them, get rid of them for someone good. But... I think the, the time to really let them play would have been in the regular season mm-hmm. um, and, like, just try a bunch of different things out. But I don't really feel like they did because they were in such a hole from so much of the season. They were just trying to, like, mm-hmm. play their best guys the most. So I would have never guessed that Moody would have been the one that <coughs> – Over Kaminga. Yes. That, that shocked me. But the more I watched him play, because he wasn't really getting that much – especially last year, he wasn't getting no PT. Yeah. He's actually, like, he's – I don't know why he didn't play more because he's mm-hmm. long. He's not, like – he wasn't locking anybody down, but nobody was really getting by him like that. Right, like he's a decent, him. exactly. He's a decent defender, and he was actually like damn near every. He didn't shoot a lot of them, but every time I saw he him shoot cash. a three, yeah, he was yeah. making them. And I was like, God damn! I mean, some at the end of the shot clock too. I'm like, those are the ones that kill you. Yeah, yeah. timely ones. So I guess my next question, since you you know kind of added your extra two cents for the for the Warriors wrapping that up, is and this has been on you know, different platforms. Is the dynasty over? What do you do? Um, I think you still have another year or so because, like, dynasty doesn't mean you're not winning every year. No. I mean, yeah. I, I look at it as, I mean, the three in a row, like, those are anomalies, man. Exactly. I look at it kind of like the Spurs model. I was, I was just about to say, when you look at, like, the Spurs or even, like, the, the uh, Patriots and Tom Brady, like, mm-hmm. it just means <laughs> that you're – you're good enough that you're in the mix every year and you win every so often. Yeah. So I would need, like, next year and the year after for them to not even look like contenders for me to kind of say that it's over. Mm-hmm. So I can't really – I don't – I and 
just really depends on what they do in the offseason because Steph, to me, is still clearly in his prime. So if you can put a decent team around him and make the most out of what you have, I think that you're still in good shape. Yeah, and then the way the new CBA is set up, I don't think they can retain Poole, uh, Steph. I guess I'm saying they can't have, like, four max players on their team now. But Jordan Poole is – Jordan Poole literally was a waste of a roster spot this yeah. whole postseason. So you trade him? Absolutely. They need size. If they can get, like, a Miles Turner or something, that would be nice. They need a big. That was also the thing of, like, when you talk about mismanagement, if you're getting rid of your only size in Wiseman, at least you could have brought in Another some type of height. Like, it's it's just crazy to think, especially when you know you're in the Western Conference where you're going to Go more than Joker. likely have to pay, play Joker <laughs> or AD <laughs> or potentially would have been both if they had won last series, you know? like And to think that you're going to just outshoot everybody when they're able to take 100% looks at the basket versus you having to take 50% looks from the three, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not a... Yeah. <clears throat> mm. You? Oh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think the young I, I I had a lot of um I had a lot of belief in the youngsters just as when they was coming out of the draft. Uh Wiseman obviously was a lot more raw. Or no, Kaminga was a lot more raw than well, they were both raw, but I feel like Kaminga came on as far as like just being a a guy that could be a, a two way three and D wing in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He's um cold. and Honestly, I mean, yeah, I, I piggyback the 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 thought about Wiseman. I I I think a lot of it it seems like from what I've from what I've kind of um, picked up on is that it was more um, Steve Kerr's decision rather than um, Bob Myers, the GM. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I guess like Steve Kerr was just like I'm not giving him no PT, and nobody came to him and was like. Forcing him because obviously he don't want championships like he he got the cachet, mm-hmm. but I think Steve Kerr um, dropped the ball there a little bit, um, and then obviously couldn't repair what happened in, uh, during season um, with Jordan Poole. But I think obviously, I mean they they got, I mean I don't know, just like how y'all made the 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 concession about Julius Randle. At least he's all NBA third team. I don't know what you can get for Jordan Poole. I mean I think you can't play him you- on defense. You got to let him, like, play. You got to – he has to be, like, a midseason trade at this point because you got to let Ooh. him play in the season to try and at least build up some equity again because right, right now he's at an all-time low. That's for sure. But, like, do you, <laughs> think that there's an, do you think that there's an <laughs> NBA coach that knows that he can't play defense just going to make that trade, you think? I think there's a bunch of teams that know they're not about to be competing – and just right want to score. That could like just want to play young. Like yeah. I can see him ending up in fucking like Toronto or some shit. Yeah. If we didn't have guards, I wouldn't mind him being on the Pistons. You know, like I don't know. He's, I wouldn't mind yeah. him being on the Spurs. Dog. Yeah. He's, he's, he's someone with where you don't have Bob's championship. Said, Fuck, that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I ain't shipping nobody out for that nigga. I don't want Devontae Graham no Man, but yeah, when you don't have championship aspirations, like he's. To me, just yeah, he can get you some buckets. Mm-hmm. He's like a lot of guys in the NBA. He's Bro, he he's literally like you could have the Warriors could have had like Jordan Clarkson for cheaper. He's yeah. literally Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson actually more consistent. Than more Clark. consistent. Yeah, yeah, that shit crazy. Fair. He the the only thing is like Poole has a high when he's on his ceiling he, is higher. Oh, than he yeah Clarkson. But I would much rather have a knowing I'm going to stay in here versus like this wide range. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of players always have that one bad, bad playoff streak. 
Um, so maybe this is just the year where he just learns and then he just he just grows from it and then he's more consistent. But if we're being honest, his stats from last year, the championship run looked good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we all remember as the as the postseason went on, he was get his minutes were decreasing. What this year? No, last year. Last year already. When mm-hmm. the, when like people thought he had a good postseason run. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I think he he is who he is at this point. Yeah, because he's just awful. Unless he decides to play some type of defense or add a little bit of weight, like he really just be out there like. <laughs> I don't know, like anybody just touch him and he fall over or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. I've never seen him put up any type of resistance when he would be getting matched up with anybody who could score. You knew they was finna score. Like <laughs> he need more baddies at the game. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Man, yeah. All right. Well, you so we we keep the big three, and then we just kind of retool with the young assets that they have. That is that what they thinking? And I also think Bob Myers might be out, but we don't know yet. So. See, I don't know. Nobody job safe. Hmm. I don't know, man. Damn. Well, yeah. I mean, they got a lot of time. This is the most time they've had off in a while. So we'll we'll see what 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 happens this off season, going into the new season as well too. Um, I don't know if you guys heard. There's a new movie out called Ja Wick Returns. <laughs> <laughs> ja Wick. John Ja Morant recently was suspended from team activities after another. Viral video showed him holding a gun in the car on IG Live. Now, this is not the first time that Morant has been involved in a controversy involving a firearm. He was also suspended for eight games earlier this year in the regular season, which was about two months ago, for flashing a gun at a Colorado nightclub. Morant has apologized for his past mistakes and said he wants to be more responsible but could face a significant suspension from the league to start next season. So, um flashback volleyball high school incident with his sister flashback he had gotten an argument when he was playing pickup flashback the whole pacer situation on the travel bus with the red laser and then now as well too we talked about this last time i think when we're all three together actually the last time we're all three together (laughs) it it sucks that you come back and we gotta talk about this shit again but (laughs) what are your thoughts on jawick's actions can i just i need to dead something first before we even really get into this I hear so many people talking about like, well, he didn't do anything illegal. It's, bro, <laughs> JJ. If right, if you work for a corporation, regardless of how much money they're making and you're making, if you work for a corporation, you sign contract to play to work for this corporation, and you go home and you tweet, "My boss is a bitch," <laughs> you can get fired. You're not. You haven't done anything illegal. No, that's not against the law. But you work for somebody, and th- that goes against their bylaws. Yeah. So like. At the end of the day, no, it's not illegal for this nigga to own a gun. or But, like, your work for somebody who says don't do that shit. So, yes, they are more than well within their rights to discipline you for that. And, like, that's not egregious, outrageous, or anything like that, especially when, one, it's your second time, and, two, we've seen precedent for this. Gilbert Arenas got suspended for, like, the whole year, you know, like, just for, for bringing his gun. So, um, yeah, I just, I just, that, that has been, like, really killing me. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, I got two points on it. The my first one was um, I think I just think it's an extremely unfortunate situation, um, first and foremost. But the second thing is like I think like I think Braun has has done a really great job of laying the bl- blueprint of how you can not only be maximize your dollars on on the court but also off the court. Yeah, and I know everybody ain't LeBron James. Everybody yeah, don't want to be that. in front of the camera. Everybody don't want to you know create a media company or whatever. And you can't do that off your first you know rookie deal type shit. But, like, 
bro, you got a sneaker deal with Nike, and Draymond Green broke this down so perfectly. I what was watching, say? yeah, I was watching his um, podcast this morning. Yeah, what he said. He was just like, bro, you just signed a sneaker deal with Nike. Kids run sneaker culture. They 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 shell out the dollars, and parents are the ones paying for them sneakers. Parents don't want to see their kids involved with gun culture. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody been on television saying he's not an idiot, but it's an idiot move. That is exactly what it is. It's like, yep. you got to make that connection. You sat down with Nike. There's no way people didn't tell you, okay, this is your demographic. This is who we going for. And you just got you just got to be smarter in those situations. Like, you, you can't be on some, like, oh, well, I'm 23 years old. Like, you know... Living for today, not for tomorrow. Like you can't be on that shit, bro. When you are signing yourself up for a two hundred million dollar deal, and got more money coming down the way, things like this are gonna fuck up. Like what offers you can get off the court, and that's just like how you gotta look at it. Like so many, well, I can't say so many niggas, but I know LeBron's made more money off the court than he has Smith on. So like you gotta look at it. Like what? How can I maximize? the wealth of my family and generations going forward. Like, that's kind of how you got to look at it. That's that's why I'm so disappointed in him. Mm-hmm. Just as, like, cause I know before all this shit, he was marketable. To me, like, he he not as culturally, um, not as culturally, like, dominant as Allen Ivers or anything like that. But, like, people looked at Jaws game and, like, I, I copied his shoes. His shoes was tough to me, honestly. But, like, I just feel like he's fucking up his image and, like, it's so easy to clear it up, like or not clear it up, but just like nah, do those things. And I'm I'm just disappointed in that sense, bro. I miss my Kyrie sneaker line. Anyways, um, <laughs> I actually, I, one of my friends was like, I, I mean, he was sick because he was like, dang, I really wanted the Josh shoes. I was like, they probably gonna be on sale now. It's a nah, good time to get them. Like, <laughs> they need to call the John Wicks. I'm they kidding. Gonna be, they're gonna be at Ross for sure. Um, <laughs> they're gonna be at Ross for sure. This dude said Ross. That's nasty. Um, so if you're if 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 you're the commissioner, you put on your commissioner hat. What is fair for him to come back and play you basketball? You gotta send a message, bro. Send a message by hurting the pockets. I, as JJ, in suspension. Reddick, he said sixteen games. I said nah, bro. I said twenty five thirty. You gotta you gotta send a message, bro. It's gotta be something to like be like, yo, we not fucking with this shit, bro. Yeah, I think, and I mean, oh, go ahead. I was I was just gonna say I think twenty five thirty is like good because that's. Around like I remember DeAndre Ayton got suspended for like PEDs or something oh, like yeah. that, like and it was 40, like 40. it was it was like thirty games or something like games. that. Um, so I just feel like that's kind of consistent with like a serious infraction. Mm-hmm. I'd be cool with thirty. Thirty, yeah, yeah. thirty and hella counseling over the summer. You gotta end of the day, none of that. Just like with anything in your life, even like drug addicts and stuff like that, you personally have to want to get better. Like, you can do all of that, but if you don't care, if you're not trying to get better, it doesn't matter. It's like, what are you trying to prove? And I know there's a lot of hood niggas in the NBA who, you know, gang make or are, are, you know, associated with them as well, too. But, like, why would you, you know you're on IG Live. Like, what are you like, What are you doing? That's the crazy part. It's a lot of niggas who are really about that life in the league. And none of them beyond this shit. Nah. And, like. I don't know specifically Ja's background, but from all that I've seen, it's not really that, yeah. you know? 
Um, so I, I, I just hate that how much it seems like he's just trying to perpetrate as well. I, I know y'all seen that picture of him and his family and him yeah. and them damn, uh, bro, hood <laughs> rich. I'm like, hey, bro, just cool it. Cool it. You got them shoes on. on. <laughs> just chill. Man. Yeah, yeah Steven Jackson, you. the only one who's actually trying to defend him, but I feel like most of the old head, like the retired players who were like, have come out of that as well. They're all like, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. Like you, yeah, you made it away from. Again, like, I don't even think it was that type of situation, but regardless, you made it above the way that you're acting right now. Yeah. You are the company that you keep. So hopefully this time around he learns and, you know, just it's more aware. You know, like you said, like, you got to think bigger picture, generational wealth. Image is everything, especially when you're in this light. Yeah, so we'll see. White folks not playing about that. About oh, that yeah. Branding. <laughs> they can take away everything like that. Don't mess with my pockets. Yep. Oh, because real quick, he already did miss out because he probably wouldn't have made an All NBA team if he hadn't done hadn't dealt with that stuff this season. Right, and yeah. that cost him like what a hundred or fifty million something like that. Yeah. I saw I saw Kendrick was like, "That's the reason why I didn't vote for him." I said, "Damn, damn, and that's real. That's yeah. a lot of people. I'm sure it was that's crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> he he should have. But I I I also do kind of feel like. You was caught. I don't know. With just the situation, it, it would feel like you can't be all NBA, bro. For for doing, and also guard guard is deep enough anyway. Yep, they <laughs> they they splitting hairs, and if you fucking shit like that, bro, nah, yeah. you done. They gonna be like, that's the reason why I went with Luca. Yep. One one where sneakers supposed to come out is it already out? Which one? He's got like a slate of them. John Moran types of colorways. They're already out though. Like you can buy there's it at pair, stores. There's a pair that's out. Yeah. Oh damn. Because I remember his sister was wearing a pair. In like one of her games. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know it was that. Damn, that's crazy. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so the draft lottery came up. Um, so I'll just read from ten to one. Um, so ten was the Dallas Mavericks. Nine was the Utah Jazz. Eight was the Washington Wizards. Seven was the Indiana Pacers. Six was the Orlando Magic. Number five got hold. I'm sorry, right, Carl. Yeah. Five was the Detroit Pistons. Four was the Houston Rockets. Also got hold. Three was the Portland Trail Blazers. Everybody was like, yo, what if you get number one? Two was the Hornets. And number one was the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke that shit into existence. Yes, man. It just made the most sense him being number one, being that foreign player, us having foreign players. You're in a small market right now. There's obviously there's going to be a lot of pressure on you, but you can, you know, take these years to really be a professional and learn how to play the right way before Pop retires. I just thought it was a great, it's a great fit. I think it's a match made in heaven for him as well, too. So all he got to do is gain a little bit of weight, stay healthy, and I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, be available. That's the number one. That's the number one skill you can have, bro, is availability. Um, and I think. Uh, ultimately, I get. I want to see how he's gonna hold up in an 82 game season. Yeah, I think that, that's, that's the biggest thing. I'm that's about. the biggest thing, and I also want to see really what his, where his jumper is for real. Because I mean, you can see highlights, but you could be shooting 30. percent So mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what his jumper is for real on um, to separate himself from other you know unicorns that we've seen. Yeah, Spurs player development is pretty pretty decent as well too. Kawhi jumper great. got better over the years. Tony Parker ended it's up getting good. Ginobili, Tim Duncan. Y'all have y'all have probably the best player development in the league. Yeah. So, yeah, he I think he's gonna be fine. Probably by like year 
three. That's that's my only thing is I I hope that like I've been seeing so many things about like the improvement that they made from like the year they drafted David Robinson and the same thing for Tim Duncan. It's like one, both of those guys were like four year dudes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's just kind of completely different. They were coming in as grown men. Yeah. And then two, Tim Duncan, the reason they only the only reason they got him was because David Robinson was injured. injured though, so yeah, it's yeah. like his rookie year, he got another superstar. Yeah. Ain't no other superstars on the Spurs right now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I just, I hope that he's just not a victim of some of these crazy, and I don't think he will be, but I just hope that he's not a victim of some of these like crazy expectations that of course are already being. Expectations are already crazy right now. I think one of them said if he ends up amounting to KD or Hakeem, Hakeem, like he's a bust. That was Broussard. I saw that earlier. like, you just want clickbait. clickbait, Yeah. Yeah, You just want clickbait. Like, come on. (laughs) You don't have to be that. I, I, I hope he end up being a top 15, 20 player. Um, I hope he makes us relevant. I hope we can go to the playoffs, but not just make the playoffs, but be a true championship contending team and, and possibly be a winning ring. Like, that's what I care about at the end of the day. Yeah, I just, I just obviously you want to see him get to that second contract because the way shit is going nowadays, you can lose, you can lose people. So, uh-huh. Obviously, we need to make sure that these next couple of drafts hit as well. Yeah. Um. And I I have full confidence in Spurs to to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. It got it got to be a smooth transition too with Pop because you know he's only gonna be for like two three more years. You yeah. know he's getting up there. Yeah, because the Spurs they've obviously they've they've had those middle of the pack mid lottery picks and they mm-hmm. just haven't hit because you need to be in that top five shitty. top ten. Yeah. So. I think they're probably going to be a top five, top ten. I think they're going to be a lottery pick team for, like, the next two, three seasons, too, and that's okay. I think they've done it. I mean, it depends on what you mean by hit, because I feel like all of their draft picks in the past couple of years have been – have turned out at least to be, like, decent players. They definitely haven't drafted any stars. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. That's what I mean. Okay, okay. Yeah, because like now solid. it's just going to be supplemental pieces, too. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, players that you'd be okay with – Half the league being in your starting lineup at least. Mm-hmm. No, they yeah they just right now they have a bunch of solid role players that I feel like honestly, like a year or two would be okay. Hopefully we got somebody else really good in the draft, and now we have a bunch of pieces almost like the Lakers that mm-hmm. we can trade to get like to bring in another star. Yeah. Only in touchable right now is probably Keldon. I like Keldon. Right I like good, Keldon. Yeah. yeah. I like also uh who's the two guard. What's his name? The pick from two years ago, right? You talking about? I'm talking about Vassell. That's what I meant. But he, oh, okay, okay. He, he had a knee. He's uh, his knee kind of messed up. So I don't know. But when he, he was playing, he, can he was fill cool. it up a little bit. He in that 17, 19 point per game. Mm-hmm. I seen him hoop. Yeah, he's cool. Do you like our draft pick from last year? Switch on? Yeah. No. <laughs> you know? But look, I get it. I get his game. <clears throat> but I felt like there were other players we could have picked. Who was who else was available? Wasn't he like the 14th or something like that? Let me see. Y'all can keep talking a while. I can't remember what pick he was. I think he was late lottery. I guess why he's looking it up. As a Detroit Pistons fan, man, you guys had the worst record in the entire NBA, yet you get the fifth pick, man. How do you feel about that? Devastated. He was the ninth pick, by the way. Ninth, damn. Who got drafted after him? Um, I guess most notable you Jaylen could say Durant. is uh, Jalen Duran. And for Detroit, right? 
And Jalen Williams, too, right, from OKC. Damn. Walker Kessler at 22. Uh, uh, a lot of people missed out on that. <coughs> Jay, yeah, that's Jay Williams would have been cold, though. <laughs> probably would have been the other one. It's just Walker Kessler. Christian Brown's doing fine, but he's a role player on mm-hmm. the bench. Yeah. Mark Williams. That's who I wanted. Yeah. I wanted yeah. Mark Williams. Got my solid. I think they, they really like uh, Zach Collins for some reason. Man, it would have been great if we could have fell to seven and had Shaden Sharp. That dude is amazing. Just jumped out the gym. Like, yeah. I wonder if the Hornets are going to go for best available or someone's going to trade up. Like, the Blazers trade up. Let's say the Blazers trade to get the second and they get scooped. Do you ship Dame now? And you have. The Blazers just like. They didn't came out like five times since the, the lottery, which was just yesterday. Uh, kind of yeah. said like they're trying to build a team around him. So, <laughs> oh although I got you the third pick this year, I really feel like they are about to. Like I was joking, I was like they're gonna sign Dylan Brooks and call it a day. Like every time, every year they retooling, bro, and they be like, oh yeah, we this is the championship team, and it just be a bunch of like. Ooh. C C or B minus level players, and it's beginning season, so people not getting the, people got to get used to the rules and all that. So they're gonna start off like four and zero, and lose 10, 15 straight. I don't know, but I I feel like I feel like somebody needs to go pillage the Toronto Raptors, bro. Like they have so many assets. They got so many assets, but they just nobody. They don't want to make a trade. But I feel like I they think they're gonna they're gonna do it this offseason, though. Masai was just looking around through um, through the trade, uh, you know, situations, just seeing what he can get. And I think now he's going to be like, all right, I'm about to offshore all you niggas. I think they're also trying to free up um, just more touches for Scotty Barnes. Because, like, he didn't you really still high on him? It. I think he's – I think he'll be a good player. I just also think he didn't have an opportunity to really – show more this year mm-hmm. because like you just have you have uh Pascal. fred van fleet mm-hmm. you have pascal you have gary trent OG. you have og Ananubi, and like all of them have decently high usage rates mm-hmm. um so yeah no, I, I definitely still don't think he should have won rookie of the year i think that was crazy but um and i think it's even kind of showing again now that like there's a bunch of those players that probably are already better and will end up being better than him mm-hmm. but um i think he's still I think if your core starts with, like, him and Pascal, that you're only, like, a couple pieces away from being a really good team. Mm. Okay. Spurs also could have had Jalen Williams. He's been hooping for the Thunder. Yeah, the shooting guard, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He turned it on, like, towards the end of the season, too. He finished runner-up to Paolo, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have had him, too, but, hey, you know, I guess we'll take the pink hair. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he seems like a, a versatile. He actually, to me, seems like the perfect Spurs player. Okay. If I'm being honest, like I could see like a Boris Diaw or I don't know that type Boris of player that, be great. that you guys always kind of have someone or Kyle Anderson, Swiss Army Knight, who, like, yeah, like, <laughs> doesn't jump out the gym, doesn't do anything crazy, but just kind of like can help in every area. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, when the draft, you know happens like what teams are going to pick who so yeah that's yeah, that should be going number one <laughs> me too <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll be wild um moving on from that man the conference finals obviously western conference finals we got the denver nuggets in the in the lakers los angeles lakers 
game one was amazing. I didn't even get to watch it in real time, but when I got home, situated and whatnot, turned on the ESPN, um, uh, watch ESPN app, and then rewatch the entire game. That was uh, a great game uh, for the most part, honestly. Nuggets came out firing on all cylinders. I didn't really get to it. For the Lakers, Lakers are the best defensive team, but like to actually watch the game, that's already been recorded. And then, like, I had to rewind a lot of times because the offense of the Nuggets is so OD. Granted, they hit some timely shots, but they're in constant ball movements, constant pin downs, constant dribble handoffs. They're always going to get a good look no matter what. I think in the fourth quarter, when they started kind of playing to the crowd a little bit and, and kind of going one-on-one and kind of went away uh, from playing their style of basketball. But if they can play their style of basketball from quarter one to quarter four, um, I think it's going to be a long series as well, too. One thing that I'm kind of worried about is once you take away the front line of Joker, you're going to have to find a way to stagger minutes between Joker and Aaron Gordon. So you got to hope Aaron Gordon will get in foul trouble as well, too, because the Lakers were taking advantage of their size. Uh, so that's something to look out for because you know they're not going to play Thomas Bryant. You know they're not going to play DeAndre Jordan. So they're going to have to find a way to stagger those guys' minutes as well, too. Um, the Nuggets made some timely shots as well, too. Michael Porter Jr. was cooking. Bruce Brown, who's going to be huge, was cooking. And KCP was cooking as well, too. How how high of a clip can they knock down their shots? And then how high of a clip can Jamal Murray be consistent? Because if you already know what Joker's going to do, but if Jamal Murray can't be consistent, it's going to be a shortened series. But um, I really, really like what I saw from him as well, too. Um, we kind of talked about this off air. The debate between Joel Embiid and Joker's over. Like, I, even though he's full on defense, I take all the intangibles that he has on offense. Um, he's he's amazing. Like, AD can't guard on one-on-one. They had to go – they had to resort to putting Rui Hachimura – on Joker and having AD Rome, which is smart. But I feel like now, if you're going to do that, because I feel like the Lakers, what they're going to do is they're going to start Rui Hajimara next game and probably have D'Angelo Russell come off the bench, and they're just they going to go straight to that as well too. They're going to watch enough game footage to know that they're not going to keep um, Aaron Gore in the dunker spot. So they're going to have basically what the Warriors did. They're going to do the exact same thing as well too. So I think they're going to be smarter to kind of figure that out. Um, but – it's going to be interesting because even with me hyping up the Nuggets right now, the Lakers still cut it down to three. If yeah. LeBron doesn't take that three, knowing that Jamal Murray has five fouls and drive to the basket with like 40-something seconds left, it's a different outcome as well too. But they did what they were supposed to do, took care of game one. Um, so I'm excited to see what adjustments are going to be made on both ends. So mm-hmm. is going to have a great game, I mean a great series through game one, through whatever um, as well too. I think LeBron is as well because – the Nuggets play relatively pretty good team defense, but they can definitely get taken advantage of on that end as well, too. But I think right now, although I love what the I, although I love what I'm seeing from the Nuggets, I still feel like the Lakers are going to find a way to win the series. So I, I probably at first I had Lakers in six. I think it might be one of those series where it's just going to be home game home the the home team wins, and then Game Seven is just going to be up for grabs, but. What were you guys' thoughts on game one and what's to come for the entirety of the series? Um, I wasn't shocked at how the Nuggets started game one. I think, you know, um, ultimately the Lakers have been one of the worst transition team defenses in the in the league 
all year. And altitude. Got to yeah, used to that. And, and with the altitude, um, I just saw within the first five minutes the way AD, Braun, and D'Angelo were running back on defense. I just, it was just food for them, ultimately. Um, I think um, I think with the Nuggets or with the Lakers defense this, this series, they're going to have to do a pick-your-poison option, whether they go with Jokic scoring the ball or taking away his, his passing threat. Um, and I think that they showed that hand by putting Rui on, on Jokic and letting AD roam. Um, I think that they'd rather watch him score one-on-one rather than allowing the role players to get off. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that ultimately in game two, we'll see a lot more of Braun on ball, which will then hopefully get us more, even better looks than we did um, in half court. Uh, you don't think he was, he was too much on ball game one even? No, no, especially I in the second I half. In the second half, yeah, yeah of course. Um, ultimately, in, in the fourth quarter, I mean, he just knew what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. But I think in this series, uh, he got away with it last series by allowing, you know, and Austin Reeves. Obviously, like you can get your own offense against, you know, some of the Warriors' perimeter defenders. But I think in this series, the way Denver's going to score at a clip, <laughs> at their efficiency clip, Bron's got to get good looks every time down the basket, or mm-hmm. every time, every possession. So um, I like how we attack them on on offense, and then obviously like Denver, as far as giving up paint points, they're like one of the obviously one of the worst, um, you know, at protecting the paint. So I like the matchup as far as AD and Bron, how they'll how they will score, how they'll get in the paint. I think that that will last throughout the series. Um, I'm sticking with my prediction in six because I don't think the Lakers will lose a home game series mm-hmm. um i think that just our role players play better on, on the road and i think my opinion the way i was watching the game mm-hmm. the, the denver nuggets took advantage of every single thing i think that they can do to the lakers mm-hmm. and even in a even in a winning <coughs> moments of the game like the they game also had some miscommunicate shots. three austin reeves threes were all from miscommunication on switches oh you're talking about denver in the fourth quarter yeah in the fourth quarter as well too so all right, right so i mean in my eyes, like, I feel like they made hella timely shots. Shots was, like, shit, like, just in their face. I'm, it was I'm actually OD. I'm at the TV. I'm like, <laughs> it was no, actually OD. This can't happen. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm more excited to see what about the, the, the in-game, or not the in-game adjustments, but the, the adjustments that the coaches will make between Eric Gordon being in the dunker spot. Um, He's going to have to scream. Being, you know, on Jokic, but then also what they plan to do about us Picking out Jamal Murray and pick and roll. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what 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 their plan is for that too. Mm-hmm. And that's how so many of those miscommunications were happening. Is because like, I don't know, bro. Just like they just <laughs> like, oh, as soon as somebody's come stand here, don't even be trying to put in a hard screen. I just don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. am I gonna go on LeBron? Am I not? Yeah. Can I? How about I just let this person who could really still stay on their man stay on their man instead of me hopping out to the guy who scored on me literally every single time. <laughs> every single time. Either scored on me or got the foul every single time yeah. I switch, let him switch on to me. Yeah. Nah, that, that shit really. Honestly, like, I was watching a game, and, like, I'm not usually super vocal when I'm watching a game. You vocal. But, like, in the fourth quarter, after, like, the ninth time that Jamal Murray just let the switch happen, I was like, bro, uh, like, what, are, like, you, yeah, what are you no. doing? <laughs> like, you trying to lose. But I mean, after them two Austin Reeves threes, it was like I I saw the communication. He was like, "Fuck!" Like he was trying to tell. I think I think it was Michael Porter. Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, was guarding Bron at that time, 
Um, and he was like, come, come, come back, come back. Come back so I can go over here. I can't live. (laughs) So yeah, they, they definitely got to work on that. But I also saw Draymond another, like, I I I like Draymond's podcast is he be going through, like, he be delivering the information about how he would like do the defense or like who I would pick out. He's a smart ass basketball player. And he was like, it was like another adjustment I would do is making Michael Porter Jr. the low man. Which is the the person who's the last line of defense on the weak side of the court, basically when it gets swung like to the other side. Yeah. So he was like, because he's not a great decision maker or effort player when it comes to just being the last line of defense. And he was thinking he was going through like nasty. strategies of how the Lakers could basically make him that. And Give that him free. Player. Man, giving them free masterclass tutorials. Yeah, That's some bullshit. It's good. <laughs> it's good. But I, you know, the Lakers cannot have Austin Reeves on Michael Porter Jr. That is a, that was one of the worst things I, I feel saw, like, bro. I think Rui's going to start now. D'Angelo comes off the bench. And then I think... LeBron's probably gonna have to start off guarding MPJ. Yes, yes, and that's he's gonna be tired. He's gonna be tired. He 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 will be fine. Be Michael fine. Porter Jr. hits. He's a good he's a good scorer and good shot maker, but he's not like he doesn't work you. You know, I mean, he's constantly sense. moving though. LeBron wants to chill as much as possible on the defensive end. If LeBron was just chasing after Steph, bro, I think he'll be all right chasing after Michael <laughs> Porter Jr. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. So I I I like again just the matchup. I like. Even though Jokic is going to get his points against whoever's guarding him, AD is also going to get his, his points. Yeah, I just think that's why they're making the decision that they are going to take his points over his passing. Yeah, that's when that's the only totals way. add up, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the digging, I think the digging's got to stop. Like when I'm seeing Austin trying to dig at the ball, I'm like, bro, it's I'm a KCP three every time. You got to stop doing that shit. Like he's gonna score. Like you just gotta, you just gotta let that. Not let it happen, obviously, but like you, you cannot be digging at him. That's an easy pass out of a double team, not even double team, but a dig and just. just and three. I think they were. I saw this thing that uh, KCP. I think he made eight shots. Seven out of them were assisted by Jokic. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, like you just can't. He gonna find them, <laughs> and that's their best pure shooter. Easily, yeah. and they gotta they gotta make those shots a lot harder in game two, which I which I believe that they will. You know, Jared Vanderbilt will be out there. Dennis will be out there. Austin will be out there. Those are our yeah. prime defenders. He ain't been getting a lot of minutes, though, these past well, two. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, yeah, yeah past sure, like three, four sure. games. He, yeah. He's, he's going to have to find his spot to make an impact play when he's out there because that's going to be the only reason why he'll stay out there is if he can get momentum off making impact plays immediately. Yeah. His lease is short. Yeah. So I said Lakers in seven. At first I said six, but I'm thinking seven. I'm going to stick with seven. I, I can't wait to, like you said, see what game two is talking about. You said Lakers in six. What was your prediction? I guess I'm going to buck the trend. I'm going to go with the Nuggets in six. Nuggets in six? I The only reason I say that is because I, wow. I, I think they're going to win, but I cannot go against LeBron in a game seven. Yeah. So Okay. If they go to game seven, I don't, I don't really know. But I think if they can end it in six, that yeah, yeah, be different. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that that'll be interesting if the Lakers do steal game two. They haven't lost, like you said, at home yet. Right, could yeah. be a three-one situation. Yeah, I just I think they lost the game because they came out flat, you know, in the first half. And I think 
I mean, I don't want. I'm I'm never one of those types of people that says if this play doesn't happen, he would have been right in the game. Obviously, that Jokic shot is tough, and that Jamal Murray three or two pointer at the fucking end of the shot clock was tough. But I mean, if you keep the lead from being a twenty point lead and keep it at fifteen, you know, like you just give yourself a better shot to win. And I know they'll be locked in game two for sure. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I I, I can see both adjustments that can be made and will be made. So. That's the one thing a, a Bron team going to do. They going he going to find the players that don't like to play defense and he is going to punish them for mm-hmm. all seven games. Yeah. So take his time with it. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, game 2 is going to be fire. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um I didn't really get to watch the Miami Heat and Boston Celtics game in depth like how I wanted to obviously recording this. So I appreciate you guys once again coming out and whatnot as well too, but the Miami Heat beat the Boston Celtics in game one, 123 to 116. Notable game leaders, Jimmy Buckets, as always, 35 points, seven assists, five rebounds, and shot just under 50% from the field. And he had six steals, too. And he had six steals, too. And he had six steals, too. Bam stepped up with 20 and eight and five. Um, and then you had some contributing players, Gabe Vincent with 15, Max Strauss with 15, Caleb Martin with 15, Kyle Lowry with 15 um, as well, too. So um, I'm proud of what, you know, they accomplished. On the other end, you had Jason Tatum with 30 points. Um, you had Jalen Brown with 22. Williams started off really hot from what I remember. Um, ended up with 14-7. Marcus Smart, 13. Malcolm Brogdon, 19 off the bench as well, too. So, um what are your thoughts on, you know, the game from, you know, what you guys kind of took away if you did and uh, what's to come? What are your what are your predictions with everything? I'm keeping my hot take that I don't think Jason Tatum or and Jalen Brown will, will win a championship together. So that's my that's my hot take. Um, what I I didn't obviously I didn't get to see yeah. the game in depth either, but um, what I've always seen from the Celtics in the games that I have watched is just that they don't finish games off well in the fourth quarter. I think that you can't do that going up against a player like Jimmy Butler or going up against a player like, you know, LeBron James, you know, if they, you know, do see each other later on. Um, I think I think the thing about why I like the fact that Miami, you know, is playing them is that from from what I've seen, like when they made the stumbles against Boston, you know, whether it was game five um, in that series or, you know, letting Atlanta hang around a little too long, I think, in my opinion. Miami and their coaching staff is going to make you pay for your mistakes. And I feel like with Jimmy's level of competitiveness, they were going to stay in most of these games. They won't be like, they won't be able to, to run away. And I feel like there's a, there's a piece of the Boston Celtics that like, I feel like they just kind of, they, they lollygagged a little bit through the season. And now they in a, they in a position where they're going to have to play a tough battle tested team and coach and I think in my eyes I got heat in seven (laughs) (laughs) heat in seven yeah because they can win a road game and we already seen Philly got them to a seventh game and I think if it's Jimmy Butler in there in a game seven yeah I'm gonna take him bro take him I just think the Celtics have they deep for sure. Yeah, they have more for depth. Sure. They have more firepower as for well sure. too, and they had a little bit more size. So I think uh, 
the reason why it's going to go six, seven games is just because Joe Missoula, um, this is his first go around as well, too. Obviously, he made the proper adjustments he needed to make um, late in that Philly series. But I think those are going to be the biggest things. Um, they're just going to overmatch them as well, too. So I, I – I, I like I said I got to go back and watch the the footage and kind of you know pinpoint everything, but just based off of that alone, I probably got the Celtics and it's really hard to go against Jimmy. But Jimmy Jimmy can at least win you two games and Spo with a game plan cooked up with what seven undrafted players, he gonna give you at least one game. So I got Celtics in seven. Okay, I just I just want to know why the Celtics defense can't stop. Any of the play, like you, you just said, Max Struess had fifteen. They also made sixteen threes, which is crazy. They're not gonna that's, make sixteen threes again. That's not mean? really. People been making twenty threes. Sixteen ain't even that crazy. For the Heat is crazy though. The Lakers made fifteen last night. For the Miami Heat is crazy. But the Lakers can't shoot though. The Heat actually have good three point shooters. They didn't they lead the the league in three point shooting or um something like that. I don't, I don't know, but but I know I know uh, I know just the defense, bro. Last year they was locked in as far as like having a top defense, and now, bro, I just feel like they 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 resting on they on their ability to score against people. And yeah. I just know when it comes to to locking up, you know, possessions that you need that Miami can do that, especially at home, like. To force in game seven. And then I'm just looking at it. I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, Jason Jason got off. Jason got off, you know, in his game seven against Philly. But we all know who taking that who taking that matchup in game seven. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was I game like, seven last year in Miami. I like I like Jimmy's chances at that. So. I don't even think the Celtics really you just want good. You just want Miami to win so it's easier for the Lakers but, to win the chip. No, no. And honestly, bro, <laughs> look, Miami looks good. The, they go if, – if the Celtics – Make it to the finals. I think the Lakers are gonna fuck them up. I think the, I think the Lakers going. The Lakers going. Make it to a seven game. You said. Oh, I don't even think the Celtics are gonna make it to a, a game seven. So you got Miami six, as well six. too. Yeah, definitely. Damn, you got Miami in six. Yeah, bro. It's it's games like tonight where the Celtics kind of I feel like show you who they are. Um, they just are not. Their guys aren't consistent enough. And when you're playing a guy like Jimmy Butler. Who even when because like when I I was on when I left my place to come here it was halftime and they were down like ten or something like that mm. but I was watching right before the half and they were down almost like fifteen but like Jimmy Butler just looked unfazed you know like it was like okay we just gonna get back into this and I feel like the Heat that's just kind of like how they always play like it always feels like they can get back into it versus the Celtics I feel like you can gut punch them and they're not really about to come back against you mm. um, okay. No, no, I was just saying, like, I, I really I really want to see – I really want to rewatch the game just to see how they were guarding Jimmy. Um, I hope it wasn't, like, on some buck shit where they didn't try to take the ball out of his hands at all. Um, no, they had some really – like, it was a couple possessions out. Horford, like, stopped him. He threw the ball away and some other stuff. But, like, mm -hmm. his impact on the game, it just goes across. Like, I don't – there's no one on the Celtics who impacts the game the way that Jimmy Butler does. Um and I just think the grit of, like, all these, like, undrafted players and you got Spo and just all the right pieces. Uh, and Tatum going to shrink, bro. If it wasn't – if he didn't – if even if he still hits, hits those four threes in game six, if the Sixers had decided to play 
basketball at all. He still <laughs> flames out and has a terrible like a, a really bad for game. Rest of the summer. Yeah, you know, like he's had a bunch of stinkers this postseason, mm-hmm. and like that, and then he'll have a game where he drops fifty, which is great. But like, it's just like he's he can be super hot and cold, and uh, that this especially this deep into the postseason, I feel like is just not a recipe for success. So you so you got Miami in seven, yeah, Miami in six. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I mean, if there's anyone to do it, it's Miami Heat. Eric Spoelstra led team with Jimmy Butler at the head of everything, but I just, I mean, it took they took out the Bucks, which is crazy. Knicks, we are expected that, but I mean, this could be the five, bro. Man, also, does anyone know what's going on with Grant Williams? Why he don't play this year? Ever since he said he wanted some money, he ain't been the same. <laughs> he was pivotal in them yeah, making man. the finals last year. That corner three was cash. Yeah, and he know. was locking people up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened, bro. Yeah, he gone. I think they would be much better. Yeah. I think they would be much better if he was – well, I guess maybe he's not playing like how he was playing last year, but if they had the the version of him that he was playing last year, then I would feel better. But, like, when you talk about depth, like, they really go three deep the same as the uh, Heat do. That's facts as well, too. Well, what's your prediction? I got Celtics in seven. Oh, okay. All right, then. Yeah. We gonna see you. You gonna bet on that? Uh, you want me to bet? Yeah, on we. Ain't, I ain't betting on no more sneakers anymore. I just bet you. <laughs> uh, uh, our 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 fucking go to ramen spot. Okay. All right. And what? And and like predictions being right or just a win? Just a win. Ah right, yeah. <laughs> Celtics not losing, bro. Look, man. The NBA They're guys want to see the Lakers versus they the motherfucking do. Celtics. They do. But well, Jimmy might spoil it. Over anything will get you beat in the NBA, bro. And yeah. Celtics, the Celtics beat themselves a lot, bro. Yeah. I mean, I, I ain't mad at it, honestly. I love Jimmy. Um, but just from just, like a. There's just so much going on, too, with like the Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown situation. Like, see, that's I think, what I'm saying. I think Jalen Brown, man. especially if Jalen Brown got a handle. He would be clear cut better than Jason Tatum to me, um, but like I just think it's, I think Jalen Brown would be much better if he had more room. I feel like there's a lot of times where he's kind of like stopping himself because he's like, oh Tatum's supposed to have the ball right now, yeah, and it's like nah, bro, you got to keep shooting because you're way more efficient than him, that's for sure. <clears throat> Damn, don't nobody want to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, I always say that joint too. JB's more efficient, but overall the better player is Jason Tatum. Okay. But you can't go wrong with either or. Yeah, I guess. I'm telling you, bro, if Jason, if Jalen Brown could dribble, he really can't. But if he could dribble, and Tatum, and Tatum, <laughs> Tatum, like six ten too, a better rebounder. Yeah, he. I mean, we'll see. He a better playmaker. Jalen Brown just a better. Sc- more reliable score, but then again, like I, I would hype him up, and then he would have a, eh, and then Tatum's gonna have a. It's they just weird. I feel like whenever Jalen Brown has a bad game, it's they just because he didn't. Sh- oh. It's just because he stopped shooting. Yeah, but he hit like he'll, like tonight when right, Tatum has a bad game, he falls in love with the three. J- Tatum has a bad game, and he'll finish with ten points. But like Jalen Brown, his bad game is like I finished with twenty, but, but I, I still had twenty in the third quarter. No, like I could I could have <laughs> definitely got more. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's uh it's very interesting. Okay. Cool. Um uh, so we're gonna end things up. Real rapper cap. First one, real rapper cap, James Harden will be in a new uniform next season. Real 
rap. That boy about to be at Turkey Leg Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Texas. Hey, man. He finna be back at the strip. You already know. So, That's real rap for both of y'all? Yeah. yeah. I got real rap, but my wild card, they're going to find a way. I know I heard the reports today with CP3. They're going to find a way to get off his contract and create cap space for James Harden in Phoenix. Wow. <laughs> I, hey, think, bro. I think they're going to do it. They need depth. They don't need another. They literally, if they had any type of depth, mm-hmm. would probably still be in the playoffs. They don't need another star. Their defense is cooked. We'll they see. They need to get some Their wing defenders. Cooked. They need Who they need to get rid of is DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. Or even just. you could For, just For Miles some, Turner? That's what was supposed to happen. That would be great. Or even just someone tall. You really just need a decent. <laughs> a decent if they can have Claxton come back from the Nets over there, that will be lit. Well, Claxton is good, too. Yeah, I like Claxton. Yeah. That'd be tough. He's really good. Okay, so real rap, but I, I'm a wild card Phoenix Suns. All right, real rapper Cap. Doc Rivers will get a new job before the start of this upcoming 23-24 season. <laughs> bro, I'm going to say Cap on that, bro. I don't know. I mean, obviously it could happen, but, like, it's there's some fatigue starting to set in, I think, around – on Doc, bro. The narratives are pretty Even nasty. Even though it ain't his fault. I want to say Cap, but I think there's just so many coaching openings right now. Yeah. People are desperate for some, that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's well, you know with him, more than likely, because it's been since Orlando, he's pretty much had a ready-made team. So it's going to have to be a playoff contending team. You know you're going to get at least 40, 48, 50 wins from him and your ceiling is the second round. I was, I was thinking probably Milwaukee or Suns. Phoenix, yeah. So real rap, yeah. So real rap for all y'all. So you say Phoenix? Oh, uh, I. Between I was the just, two. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Because here's the thing. Here's, here's the <laughs> I don't thing. think KD one dot. Right, like that's that's my I don't thing. Think Giannis won either. Exactly. Yeah, he's at a point where I, I don't Cap. know. Like he he's only gonna go to a team of good players, <laughs> but I don't really see a owner. Within those situ- one of those situations, being like, yeah, after all the things I done just seen, let's go ahead and throw him in the fire. Yeah, bro. We talking about it's been since two thousand eight. That was fifteen years ago, mm. and that was when you got like <laughs> that's a like, super team, like with two different brands of basketball. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was in a Cavs uniform. Damn, that's wild. You happen to have the craziest big three. Um, real rapper Cap. Victor Wembanyama will become Rookie of the Year in the Spurs uniform. Absolutely, I feel like that's not even a. Yeah, it's not. I I saw this thing they were putting up props for like it was literally like Wembanyama to win Rookie of the Year versus the field. Like that's what it's at right now. It's not even <laughs> like him versus anybody else. It's him versus the field. Wow. Like, there's no. I just feel like barring injury, yeah, there's no way that he doesn't win it. I see. Yeah, I say that too. Real rapper Cap Joel and B will demand a trade this off season. Cap. I think he loves Philly. I think Philly loves him. And I don't think, I mean, when you are the face of your franchise, you're in your prime, I mean, what more can you ask for? You know what I mean? Yeah, and there, I'd say cap too, just because one of the things, like everything he said, but also it's like he's the process, right? If you leave Philadelphia, you're not that anymore. Mm-hmm. That, that whole thing has to do with them. And I he feel like he's thoroughly embraced that, you yeah. know, and that's kind of like one of his big things is, Okay, y'all, especially because, like, the reality is y'all waited two, three years with me through injuries and stuff like that so I could, like, actually get on the court mm-hmm. um, and have tried to put a bunch of a bunch of different star talent around me, too. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. 
Tobias. And we already had, had Tobias, Maxie Harden this year. Jimmy. And then you had Jimmy with JJ and Tobias. Ben and Tobias again. Tobias needs to go. Oh, yeah. He needs to go. He's one of those things where he's he would be a great fit for the team if he wasn't making like $30 million. <laughs> Nasty. Yeah. But who, who gave him that contract? Alan Brand. I think so. Hey, I mean, looking out for a brother. The market is messed up, bro. Like, what pool, Jimmy say after he beat him guys. last year? Huh? Y'all, he was like, y'all picked oh, Tobias over me, over me, over me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Um, I'm, I'm gonna say Cap as well too, but I do think James Harden gonna find his way to leave. But I and I and I think they're gonna. I don't think it's gonna be a sign and trade, so they're gonna lose him for nothing. So I think Philly's still gonna be a playoff team, but. I think he's going to realize I, there's no way that we can potentially get better. Like, this is the ceiling. So, not this season. I mean, this upcoming season, the season after that, he's probably going to ask ask out, in my opinion. Real rapper Cap, there will be a bubble rematch in the finals between the Miami Heat and Los Angeles Lakers. Real rap, I just shook on the Miami Heat. So, <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Someone got Denver over there, too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess it's clearly out of yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. Real rapper Cap, GM Bob Myers will leave Warriors to become a GM of a new NBA team. Okay. I mean, the first part of it, I agree with it. I don't, just don't know about the second part. Um, but I will say real rap because I think somebody will throw the bag at him, and I just think there's way too much smoke about him not being sure about coming back. Like, damn, mm. nigga, you got Steph Curry. Like, yeah. what more do you want? But, yeah. you know, maybe maybe it is, you know, Joe Lacob, you know, trying to big up somebody else in the front office. Mm-hmm. He feels that. He's like, whoa, am I not wanted? Like, that's just my opinion. Like, I just think he's probably on some, like, you're not appreciating me shit. That's why I feel like, too, Draymond, again, avid podcast watcher, came out and was like, you know, Bob Myers is just as much a part of this dynasty players on the floor yeah, so like rc beaver with the spurs before I like you. i feel like it seems like an owner versus the player situation and i think bob is trying to is trying to get up out of there maybe bob didn't draft steph though did he um i don't think he was there at the time i just i hear what draymond's saying and i get like he's a part of the team i can't like refute that but mm-hmm. i just feel like he's bob especially now isn't really as big a part of their success anymore um, like, for instance, Kevin Durant, that was the players. That wasn't Bob Myers, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then kind of since then, I honestly feel like he's mismanaged a lot of their assets. Um, like, of course, again, you win a championship and that masks up a lot of things. But mm-hmm. I just think they've done a, a really bad job, like, managing. Like, it probably in the beginning would have been better to trade some of those picks instead of drafting those kids. And then now, like, okay, you did draft them, but you're not – there's no room for them to really grow on the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think I, they'd be all right with a reset. And, I mean, obviously you mentioned it earlier, but he got a lot of flack from Warriors Twitter for that for that trade with uh, Gary Payton. Yeah, Gary Payton. <laughs> yeah. They was pissed about that shit. Because you could have reset. It's not even the fact that you traded Wiseman for Gary Payton, which is mm-hmm. a weird trade in the first place. Yeah. But it's the fact that, like, you literally could have re-signed Gary Payton and then just mm-hmm. you could have traded. You could have kept Wiseman or you could have traded him for something else. But, like... Yeah. You just traded for a piece that you let go mm. for no reason. Yeah, I'm going to say real rap to the first half, but I think he's going to just take a step back for a while, and then he's going to come back to a good situation. Like, I can see him eventually, like, go to Houston or some shit. 
better not do that. They're talking about Masai potentially leaving. If he leaves, maybe I could see him going to the Raptors. But that that shine, I don't know. You think that shine wearing off a little bit? Masai? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think was I because when we talk about um uh you know, player growth and stuff like that earlier was saying like the Spurs were the best. Raptors yeah, are the I think, are I think the Raptors are the for second sure, best. Sure, sure. So yeah. I think he hopefully has earned himself a little bit of a leash because a lot of their players, like Fred Van Fleet was undrafted, Siakam was a late pick. Like even though Scotty Barnes was still a lottery pick, he wasn't like top three or whatever. Um definitely wasn't supposed to go that high until they picked him. Exactly. Um so they've they've really even OG Ananubi, like they've killed the draft since he's been there. So Yeah, that's facts. Okay. Real rapper cap, last one. Draymond Green will be on a new team this upcoming season. Cap. Cap, 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 cap. <laughs> I am I am disappointed. And my man Austin Reeves can't get no love on a real rapper cap. You need to have Austin Damn. Reeves in here somewhere. He hooping right now. He is. I, I feel like with Austin Reeves, he he's gonna get the wait, bag. Wait. Oh, I was about to say, don't be disrespectful. He's going to get the bag. Okay. But I wonder if there's though one of those things where if he goes to another team, obviously you're playing with Bron and you're playing with, you playing with AD. Nah, but he if you go to a new team, are you still going to be solid? Yeah, he would hoop. Yep. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Who do you, you think better? The battle of the white men, him or Tyler Hero? Me personally, I like two-way players. I think he could be, like, if he goes to a team that doesn't have a lot, he could be, like, Gordon Hayward or something like that, you know? How tall is Gordon Hayward? Six, he's six seven? He's at yeah, the he's like tall. Austin's 6'4", right? Oh, I thought he was, like, 6'6". Yeah, Austin Reed's 6'4". Yeah. Austin Reed, oh, I thought Gordon Hayward's 6'7". Yeah, my bad. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I just, I feel like he can be that, like, I could potentially give you, if I'm the lead guy, I could probably give you, like, 24 and 5, and we'd be decent. And I think, like, he needs to be in a situation like this to really be on a chip. Not specifically with the, one of the two of the best players, but just two really good players to be, like, on a – like, he can't be your number one if you're trying to win anything. But he right. can definitely be a, a number he's one a good, on, like, a decent team. I think he's a good third option on a good team. Yeah. Okay. I wonder Especially what team he's he, going to fit on. probably get better, too. That's also the thing. This is just year two for him. Exactly. Yeah. If you could replace him for – like Kevin Horder, and he was with De'Aaron Fox on. That'd be kind of tough. Yeah, I would like that. That would be that would be great because you need, especially I think the playoffs showed, you need someone else other than like Sabonis giving you nineteen twenty in the regular season. It's not <sighs> translating to the postseason. You need someone else along with hopefully you keep Malik Monk too. Keep now Murray you have someone off the bench who can do it, and you have another starter who can get you buckets. Yep. I like that actually. Damn. Oh, I guess that was the real rapper cap <laughs> <laughs> there too. <laughs> I'm glad, actually, I really like I would really like him on the Kings. Now that you said yeah, that, that's, too. it's kind of tough. Show, he gonna be in the Lakers uniform. No, y'all ain't gonna they pay him. They said probably, especially not with this new CBA. I don't think they're gonna be able to. You talking about a development team though, being able to offer him north of fifty million? A development team, like a team that has cap space. Kings got cap space. Kings got the cap space. They have how much? I think they're going to have the most cap space. They definitely going to have more. To, I know AD and LeBron's salaries add up way more than De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, and, uh, the, I mean, they can only offer like three, fifty. 50 yeah. I think that's fair for him, but he 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 going after the bag. I this thought is, I saw you're done. four years, fifty million, which is even less. Mm. I think he can give you. He he can probably get fifteen to twenty mil. 
bro. If Reggie Jackson, like, five years ago got 80 mil. That I was wild, and Detroit was wild. Yeah. But even even that, I just think that Austin Reeves definitely going to get offered more than the Lakers. And it, it'll be on him to be like, do I want to potentially, again, play for a championship? I'm staying with Bron, and I'm staying with AD. Or do I want to get But I, I, If I win the chip, I'm, I already got the chip. I mean, we seen how I'm from Arkansas, nigga. <laughs> I want the bag. We seen how it's working out for Alex Crusoe. You know, he steps for you know for the bread. You know, but he already got the same thing. He, he got the ring. Got his ring. He got his right, ring. Right. I mean, it depends. We'll see. I think he want to. I think he want to stay with the Lakers though. But that's just wishful thinking. I think he wants to stay with the Lakers, but the Lakers won't offer him that money once because he's a restricted free agent. So they ain't gonna match that shit. Team's gonna throw it at. We're gonna see, cause I don't know. D'Angelo is okay. We gonna Very see. streaky. We're gonna see. Hey, yeah, I gotta because Dennis Schroeder gonna be a free agent. D'Lo gonna be a free agent. Rui yeah, gonna be a free a agent. Basically, everyone y'all options. traded for this is they all gonna be free agents. Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna most have of to them have team options though. Yeah, but I feel like out of all of them, aside from D'Lo, Austin Reed's probably gonna be the most expensive. D'Lo has to go because he's making right. thirty M's right now. That shit crazy. Nuts. But that's how you know Timberwolves be fucking talent starred, bro. That and when you, the East was washed back in the day, too, because he got that contract from the, the Nets, right? No, I think that. It wasn't the Nets? No, I think that was the, the Warriors. The Warriors gave him that bread to match up with that Wiggins yep. contract and flip that shit. <laughs> yep. And immediately <laughs> got off that nigga. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see. We might have to make another bet with Austin Reese. He ain't going to be in the league uniform after they potentially get this chip, I think. We're going to see. I think if they win the ship, he's gone. He's gone. For sure. Yeah. Damn. That's fair. That's a fair point. That's fair. Any closing remarks for episode 131? Uh, you know, go for your dreams. You know what I'm saying? I put down one of my. Real quick. Sorry, guys. Oh, you I, got it. Number one, I just picked up my phone. Warriors GM bracing for a split. Wow. <laughs> well, at least we were right. Yeah, we're right, we're right. That's just going to stay in the episode. It's not going to be a chop tip. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks sorry, thanks for I'm telling sorry, me that. Oh, no, yeah. you're good. I was just going to say, you know. Follow your dreams. You know, yeah, believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, you know, manifestation, all of that. I believe in all that. So, um, definitely just stay strong in what you believe in. For real. Real talk, shit. Yeah. Do I mean, you, man. Especially, look. And, of course, you know. Not everybody out here, but especially in a place like L.A. or some of these other big cities. Los you know, Angels. It's easy to to get caught up in other stuff. And, Los uh, Angels. Yeah, definitely just got to make sure that you be you, walk in your path, and, uh, yeah, be your best self, man. All right. Y'all stay off them guns, bro. Ja Wick. Is ja, is ja bro, Wick. You. Call him by his right name is Ja Wick. Real, man. I hope my my friend who do the graphics, I hope he has the Photoshop job. Nigga ain't even <laughs> seen a gun until like four years ago, probably. And when he flashed a gun, he be cheesing too. <laughs> she said the bitch is going to love this. Man. But then I, I saw really, something where they were saying like, damn, it don't even be, ever be no bitches in his video. I literally said that. I was like, yo, I'm I'm if I'm young like that and I'm not attached to nothing, I'm not hanging with them. I'm. With an IG model in he, fucking hey, Greece bro. or some shit, like Doing man. my two days still getting to work in. <laughs> but why am I doing this dumb shit? Hey, man. 
<laughs> anyways, anyways, great episode. I appreciate you guys coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 131 of the Caesar Show. Make sure to subscribe on all forms of social media at the Caesar Show, at Sir Caesar, at Terrence Willie underscore, and at Carl Kanye's. We are out. Peace.